How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast, and welcome to my thoughts about Halloween Kills. This is my review, initial thoughts, reaction to Halloween Kills, the film. I'm literally just now getting home from the theater. It is 10.10 p.m. I saw a 7.40 showing. I'm with drive time. It gets me here right now to talk about the film. And I've been trying to collect my thoughts. I'm not sure how this is going to go. I'm definitely going to keep this spoiler free. Um, but I may... I, let's say light spoilers. This is going to be a review of the film with some light spoilers. I'm not going to give away the ending. I'm not going to give away cleat... Um, key plot elements. I'm going completely off the cuff with this, you guys, so if I flub over my words or do this and that, you're just going to have to deal with it um, so I can get this video out in time um, for Friday. Um, so I'm just going to speak from the heart, speak from my mind. Um, again, no spoilers. Um, I am going to mention a few things here and there that aren't really essential to the plot, so if you guys decide to see it tonight or soon you have nothing to worry about. Um, I'm not going to go anything super plot specific that's going to ruin the ending, ruin how the story goes, anything like that. These are just going to be my general thoughts, and in order to have thoughts or be able to speak about this film at all, I obviously need to get into something about the film. Um, so I will just read the description of the film for you guys if you haven't heard it by now. Um, Evil Dies Tonight. Halloween Kills, the film from 2021, directed by David Gordon Green. The nightmare isn't over, as unstoppable killer Michael Myers escapes from Laurie Strode's trap to continue his ritual bloodbath. Injured and taken to the hospital, Laurie fights through the pain as she inspires residents of Haddonfield to rise up against Michael Myers. Taking matters into their own hands, the Strode women and other survivors form a vigilante mob to hunt down Michael and end his reign of terror once and for all. Um, if you know anything about me, and if you've listened to other shows, you know that this was my most anticipated film of last year. Um, of course, it was delayed, and now it was my most anticipated film of this year. So needless to say, I had pretty high expectations for the film, but I did try to keep myself level-headed because I know whenever I set high expectations for something, I'm definitely going to get let down. Um, so I tried to manage my expectations, but I was very, very excited for the film. And I guess in general, what did I think? Did I love it? Did I hate it? I thought it was alright. It was okay. Um, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of it, because there's a lot of things that I like, a lot of things that I don't like, and again, it's hard to do this without making it full of spoilers. For the full spoiler episode, you're going to want to listen to the new episode of Brain Damage um, that's going to be coming out in a few days, um, when I can chat with my homies about the film, um, and finally be able to discuss all the intricate plot details of the film. Um, but just a little bit about the film itself. Again, I was very, very excited for it. Of course, Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie Strode. Um, Judy Greer is back as her daughter, Karen. Um, Andy, uh, Matichak, however you say her name, is back as Allison, the granddaughter. Of course, we have Will Patton back as Hawkins. Um, and we've got some other characters that are returning for, um, some are the same actors, some aren't, obviously. Um, we have Lee Brackett back, the original cop from the original film, um, played by the same actor, um, Charles Cyphers. And we have Tommy Doyle back, 
um, played by Anthony Michael Hall. Um, it's a shame they couldn't get Paul Rudd to play him, but the Tommy Doyle that's portrayed in this film, it wouldn't have worked if it was Paul Rudd. Um, so I guess if they had Paul Rudd, it would have had to have been a completely different type of thing that they did with him. Um, but yeah, that, so I'm not really going to talk too much about the cast or the plot or anything like that. I just want to talk about my thoughts. How was the film? How were, how was it scripted? How was it paced? How was it acted? How did I feel at the end of it? Um, I thought the film was paced very well. Um, I thought it ended a little quickly. Um, as soon as I thought we were starting to ramp things up, um, it started bringing things down. Um, so I don't want to say it ends like abruptly, but it kind of ends abruptly. They do wrap it up at the end, but as soon as I was getting stoked, it ends. Um, so a lot of the film to me feels a little bit like filler. It feels like this is just gearing up for the next one. Um, it's not to say that there's not a lot of good things in this, um, but a lot of it just felt like we're just waiting for this next and last film to happen. Of course, it's called Halloween Kills. It does not disappoint with the killings. Um, we thought, me and the homies, we thought that maybe all the best parts were in the trailer. John Carpenter had come out and said that it lives up to the title. Um, it definitely does. It definitely lives up to the title. Of course, there could have been more to it, obviously. There could have been everything, but I wasn't disappointed at all in that regard. Um, we see a lot of gore, a lot of special effects that were going on, good practical effects. Um, again, I said... We see some returning characters. I'm, I'm going to leave a couple of them a surprise. Um, there is one name that was said during the film that I have to talk about right now. It has nothing to do to impact the plot. It's just an Easter egg for the hardcore fans. I hope Jared notices this. I guarantee he's going to notice this. Ben Tramer is finally mentioned by name again. Um, of course, the gentleman who Lori wanted to go with the the gentleman who Lori wanted to go to the prom with. I'm sorry I said I was going to stumble over my words. It's fine. It's late at night. I worked all day. I went to the cinemas. I came home. I've barely eaten anything today besides popcorn and kazoozles. Kazoozles are the elite movie theater candy. Um, of course, they're actually called Sweet Tarts Rope, but they used to be called kazoozles. They'll always be kazoozles in my heart. Um, I lost my train of thought. I was going nuts over there. Um, but Ben Tramer, yes, Ben Tramer is mentioned by name. I'm not going to say how he ties in or anything, but he is mentioned by name. Um, this film takes place not only in 2018, but I guess I'm not giving too much away because it happens within seconds of the film opening. Um, we see a little bit more of 1978. We see how Michael became captured, and it's safe to say that this film is completely nixing Halloween 2 at this point. Um, we had talked about how maybe they could be able to tie it into Halloween 2, keep Halloween 2 still canon. Um, Halloween 2 is dead. Um, this is its own thing. It's a direct sequel to the first film. We see that now. Um, so any hopes we had of Halloween 2 still tying in are done. Um, and yeah, I thought the film was well acted from the people you would expect it to be well acted from. Um, the guy they got to play, Tommy Doyle, um, sometimes it works and sometimes he 
it's not getting a good read. Sometimes the acting is a little weak with him, if I'm going to be honest. And he plays like a big part in this. It's not like a bit part or anything. Tommy Doyle is back in this film. He's in a significant portion of this film. And as I said, if it was Paul Rudd, they would have had to go a completely different spin with the character. Um, but this route that they went, it's not that it was bad. It's just the acting for me was a little bit hokey at times. Um, there's a lot of things about this film that I do like. Um, because it sound, because I feel like I'm going to be a little bit negative. I did give the f- film um, three and a half stars. Um, so I did like the film. Um, I did tell Jared I might have to adjust my rating. <clears throat> Adjust my rating. I'm sorry, I lost my voice. Adjust my rating by the time I do the Brain Damage podcast with him, which will be... I'll be contemplating my thoughts. I might re-watch the film since it's on Peacock now. Um, I might re-watch it and see if my opinion differs. Uh, there's a line in the trailer that had Jared and I worried about the direction they were going to take with a certain character. And of course, that's the direction that they took Um, So I know I don't like that, but it's hard to say that I don't fully dislike it until you see the third one. When the third one comes out, who knows? It could be great. Um, At this point in time, the twist that they took a certain character with, based on a line in the trailer, um, I don't want to give it away if you haven't seen it, um, I don't like it. Um, But we'll see where it goes. I'm open to it. It's not my preference, but we'll see how it goes. Um, a lot of the things that are really disappointing about this film, I can't talk about because they give away a lot. Um, again, the things I do like, I like the score by John Carpenter. I like the ghost song that plays in the end credits. It's a different version than the version that's on Spotify. It's like a different remix of the song. Um, so I like that. The music throughout is good. The tone throughout is good. Um, but again, a lot of it, I feel like it was filler. Um, we're spending a lot of times with these side, a lot of time with all these side characters, and it just ends up being fodder for Michael. Um, I mean, it's not anything that's greatly affecting the plot. Um, it's just all right. We need to introduce some characters so there's more bodies to kill. Um, and I'm again, that might be giving a little bit away, but that's not why you're here. You're here for Lori's story her family, and Michael's story. You're not here for random characters in the film that they introduced to kill off. Um, one thing that I don't like, again, is that in the first film, well, not the first Halloween film, the first new one, um, Halloween from 2018, her boyfriend is a fucking dick. He's cheating on her at the dance and just a general bad kid. Like a horrible fucking boyfriend. Um... And we were waiting in this film. Oh, he's gonna... There's gonna be a scene where he gets his comeuppance. There's gonna be a thing where she's mad at him still. It's completely ignored. It's completely ignored. She doesn't acknowledge to her boyfriend at all what happened. About how he cheated on her. So I thought that was pretty weak. Again, that doesn't affect the plot or anything. So I don't mind talking about it here. But I thought that sucked. That's not realistic at all. Um... And again, it's so hard to talk about this without getting into spoilers. And it's it'd be different if it was a video and I was like scripting it and I had certain things that I needed to say. But doing a podcast, I'm tempted to just talk and I'm tempted to just talk and spoil everything. But I'm not going to do that. Um, The main episode you guys are going to want to listen to is the Brain Damage podcast where we're all going to get into this. These are just my first thoughts, initial feelings about the film. 
Um, what else did I like? What else did I like about the film? It has quite a bit of humor in it, which I liked. Um, I liked all the references to the original Halloween and Halloweens throughout history. Um, there's quite a few references in the film if you're looking for them. In the trailer, we obviously talked about the Halloween 3 masks that are in the film. Um, again, a lot of characters are coming back. Some played by the same actors, some aren't. Um, yeah, it's really tough to talk about this film. Overall, it's hard because if I really liked it, I could sing its praises and talk about this and that and how this was great and that was great. Or on the reverse side of that, if I really hated it, I would be tearing it to shreds. I'd be ripping it apart. But it's hard when it's just sort of in the middle for me. Um, again, I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'm going to have to think about it a little more. Um, Jared teased me when I said that in our group message a little bit earlier, how I needed to think about it a little more. He was like, oh, it was too deep for you. It's not that it's too deep. It's that there's so many things in it that I don't know how to feel about. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I dislike it. Again, I just thought the film was okay. It felt kind of short. As I said, it sort of ended abruptly. It was a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. It was only 105 minutes. I mean, I'm used to films like of this caliber being longer. How long was the original? Um, I keep saying the original Halloween. You know which one I mean. Halloween from 2018. How long was that one? Oh, it was about the same time. So it was 106 minutes. This one was a minute shorter at 105. Um, but this one, it felt a lot shorter to me. Or maybe it's just because not as much happened in the film. Um, there wasn't as much substance to it. Like, the first one had, like, a really engaging story. Um, and this one did, too. Um, you wanted to see what was going on. But a lot of it, as I said, was just kind of, like, fillery to me. Um, it's all building up to what this next film is going to end with. And that's what we really want to see. We want to see the final confrontation. Um, we want to see who lives and who dies. We want to see who's going to survive. Um... And this film leaves you on a pretty decent um, way to look at it. This film leaves you wanting to see more, which is probably my biggest phrase, uh, praise of this film. Whether you like the ending, didn't like the ending, um, it leaves you wanting to see that next one. And that's where I'm at. I really just want to see the next one. I think it's next Halloween now. Um, I think it was supposed to be... And I think it was originally slated for 2022 um, with a year gap in between, but now they're just going to be back-to-back years um, because of the delay and all that. Um, so I can't wait for Halloween Ends. Um, I wish Halloween wasn't ending. Well, maybe I do. Maybe I do, do wish it was just these, th- these three films. Um, gives a cohesive story. Gives us another trilogy to talk about. Um, because with... You have, like, the Thorn trilogy... You have, like, the H2O Resurrection. You're going to have this trilogy. So it'll give us a nice little bow on the end of this era of Halloween films. Because there's so many eras of the Halloween films now. Um, So it's good that these are going to be a trilogy, I think. We'll see how they end it. I hope they end it in a good way. Um, That's all I can hope for. Um, This one has a lot of humor in it as well. Um, Of course, with Danny... uh, What's his name? 
I forget the the writer's name, the, the big controversy. Danny McBride um, and David Gordon Green, of course, known for Pineapple Express and comedies and stuff like that. It's not devoid of humor. The first, I keep saying, I'm just going to keep calling it the first, because it's the first in this new trilogy. The first one wasn't devoid of humor either. It had quite a bit in it. There's humor in this one as well. I hope in the last one, there's not as much humor. I hope in the last one, it gives us more of what we want. This one, as I keep saying, it felt like almost nothing. Like, it felt like, alright, here's a pointless scene, killings, here's a subplot that's not going to really add to much, here are a few more characters, here's that. It's not like... It is so hard to do this without talking about spoilers, so I'm probably going to wrap this up in a second. Um, and this is going to be a preview for the Brain Damage podcast. We're going to do this um, record very soon because I got to get into this plot. I got to start talking about stuff. Um, and it's hard to do this um, in this <clears throat> in this fashion. I'm choking on my words anyway. I may as well wrap this shit up. It's hard to do it in this fashion, talking about no, no spoilers. Um, again, well-directed, mostly well-acted, great score. Um, obviously all the things you guys know, I just wish the story had a little bit more meat to it. I wish that they didn't take a certain turn with the character. I wish that there would have been more of what we wanted. Um, cause what do we want? What is Halloween really about? It's about Michael and it's about Lori. I wish we had more of that and a little bit less of these subplots. Or if you're going to have these other characters, have it be with her daughter. Her daughter is kind of on the back burner. Like, not the not the daughter, the granddaughter. The granddaughter is kind of on the back burner of this for a while. Um, it's just very disjointed. Um, it's very, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I need to think about it more. Again, these are my initial thoughts. I'm sorry this episode wasn't that great. Um, I just needed to get something out. I needed to talk about the film. Um, because if I don't say anything until I talk to Jared and Miles um, on Sunday or Monday, whenever we're going to sit down and talk about the film, I'm going to explode. Um, so I needed some way to talk about it, and this is my way to talk about it. Um, I hope this episode wasn't too terrible for you guys. Again, if you guys haven't already, please make sure you subscribe to my channel and turn on notifications so you know when I put out new videos. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you're subscribing to the show. Leave me a rating and a review if it lets you do that. Leave me a voicemail. If you leave me a voicemail between now and the time that we do the Halloween episode, maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Let me know what you thought about Halloween Kills, if you guys have seen it so far. I'm really curious to see what other people think, because I have a feeling that some of my friends are going to really love it, some are going to really hate it. It's hard for me because it was in the middle. Um, so it's very hard for me to even come up with a cohesive review for it. Um, it's very, very strange. Um, yeah. I don't know what else to say. I'm just going to wrap this shit up. This was a terrible episode. Um, but I I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's just hard for me because this wasn't even the best horror film that I saw this week. I wish it was the best horror film I saw all year. But this wasn't even the best horror film that I saw that was new in theaters this week. That would go to Titan. Um, or Titan, whatever they call it. I think it's, I think it's supposed to be Titan, like Titanium. Um, but yeah, 
So, I don't know what else to say. Halloween Kills gets three and a half stars from me. Might be a little less. I can't foresee it going up any more than three and a half. It might go down to a three. Um, just because it's Halloween. I still love it. Even if I have a lot of problems with it, I still love it. Um, so, I don't foresee it going above a four, four and a half. I think three and a half stars is a good spot for it right now. I will keep you guys updated. We will see you back for another un-Halloween related episode of the House of Horror tomorrow. We'll see you for the Halloween Kills in-depth review and discussion coming at you next week on Brain Damage. If you guys aren't subscribed to Brain Damage, it is the rebrand of Two Nerds, a podcast. So make sure you're subscribing to that show as well. Of course, if you're on YouTube, you're getting both shows. Um, but it is a separate feed on the podcast streaming sites. You actually have to search for Brain Damage. So go check out Brain Damage coming out this week. Check out my episode of The House of Horror coming out tomorrow. Check out all the episodes of The House of Horror that I've put out this year so far. Um, let me know what you guys think. There's a Nightmare on Elm Street ranking. Um, I'm telling you guys this if for some reason this is the first episode you watch and for some reason are still watching at the end of this but haven't seen my other episodes. Um, top 10 video games of all time, Haunted House Restaurant, Adam's Family vs. The Monsters. I've got another top 20 coming at you very, very soon. I'll give you a sneak peek if you've listened this long. We're talking about 20 episodes of The Twilight Zone. Very excited about that. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, of cool, <clears throat> a lot of cool stuff happening over on the House of Horror. Not necessarily this episode. Um, but yeah, just wanted to give out my thoughts. I've been rambling now. So I'm just going to cut this off. And I hope you guys check out the film. Again, let me know your thoughts. By the time we do brain damage, we'll talk about it on the show. And that's about it for this time, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I will see you back here tomorrow for another episode of the House of Horror. So as always, you guys, take care. Stay spooky.